Loaded bases, David Mendelson, BBD. How's it going? Not bad. How you doing? Hey, just trying to stay warm. It is, uh, it's about negative one degrees out right now. Ooh, yeah, it's gotten, gotten it. Today was the first day that I woke up and the, and the temperature started with a two, uh, Oof. in New York. And that was, that was unpleasant. We're not that bad quite yet. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's coming, man. I, not a winter guy. So <laughs> yeah, no, winter is not fun. It's, uh, it's probably my least favorite time of the year. God, like, a, like I can put up with it like through the new year and then, uh, pretty over it pretty quick. Yeah. So where, where are you from? I guess like, so tell me a little bit about where you come from. Uh, you know, grew up born in New York, grew up North Jersey, um, whole life there basically until college it's in you know philadelphia area for that mm-hmm. uh after school i worked in lancaster pennsylvania a little bit middle of nowhere working in athletic communications at a uh, at franklin and marshall college and then uh full-time at john boy media back to new york in uh in 2020 it's kind of the the surface level synopsis there for sure so how i guess how how did you get in with a uh, drama media how was that i guess how did that go about uh yeah you know i was um you know a, a, a beneficiary of just good timing uh mm-hmm. i happened to be just still in college uh i had you know recently decided to pursue some sort of career in sports media. Didn't know exactly what that would uh, entail, mm-hmm. but uh, I decided that I guess it was summer going in or during my sophomore year. So summer going into my no, yeah. So summer going into my junior year. Not important. It was summer going into my senior year. I met. I met him. I don't know what. I'm getting hung up on minutia like that. I was starting to work on. So we're going into my junior year is when it's 2017 Yankees mm-hmm. have their like kind of miracle season. They come on and this, this Aaron judge era begins. And uh, at the same time that, that uh, Jimmy John boy started tweeting more often and just trying to connect more with people online, tweeting gifts. And, and I was one of the people he connected with. I was fairly uh, uh, frequently a, a live stream like he would go live on Periscope during games. I was in those mm-hmm. live chats a lot. So got familiar seeing my name. And then uh, we met at a Yankee game in, in Philadelphia uh, the next summer that was going into senior year when we like met for the first time. Uh, I was doing like a, a writing internship over that summer unpaid. Um, and that was coming to an end. And so I was telling him that because at the time the, the talkingyanks.com website had blogging. So I came on mm-hmm. Shortly thereafter, as a blogger, he's like, oh, we can't pay you. And I was like, I'm coming directly from an unpaid internship. So that's, I promise, not a problem. I just want to be able to keep writing about the Yankees. So I was doing that, became sort of a lead writer there just by volume of, of blogs that came out. And then, uh, you know, slowly but surely, uh, eventually, you know, it's helpful enough. They had me come with them to a winter meetings twenty. Uh, 18 in Las Vegas. Uh, only time I've ever been to Las Vegas. Uh, Dude, Vegas was the, fun. And it was uh, when I met Jake and we shared a hotel room. So that was interesting. <laughs> uh, from there, you know, they, then Jimmy like personally taught me 
some video editing skills. Um, and I started making like little social media videos for like the talking Yanks Instagram account and stuff. And those were, those were a lot of fun and got decent enough traction. And, and I was pretty motivated to keep those going. So between that, the blogs, uh, and then they, they basically said like, Hey, we can't pay you for any of the things you've done so far, but if you like help a little bit with like the t-shirt stores so would be like uploading a new design or mm-hmm. if, if they had uploaded a design already in a t-shirt, like make it, available as a sweatshirt too or something yeah. or, or set up some codes. I don't know, but uh, help out a little bit with the t-shirt store. We can pay you. I believe it was a, a dollar for every shirt we sold. Oh, wow. Uh, and you know, we did pretty well on, on merch for where the company was at the time. So it was, uh, so at the time, you know, making a few hundred bucks a month. That's uh that's not too bad. And uh, that's open, better than open, nothing. Opening day 2019, Amber Sabathia posts a picture of her wearing a, a CC shirt that we put out. So, uh, so thank you, Amber Sabathia, for for lining my pockets that month. Um, <laughs> and then from, but the point is, it was enough money that I didn't need to get like a retail job or something mm-hmm. over the summer. I was kind of just doing that while I was applying for full time work. Eventually, get get another job, and, and seven months into that, uh, between. You know the the Astros stuff certainly escalated the timeline, yep. but we were on a path to probably within another year or so I was going to go full time. Um, and yeah, then I guess a couple weeks after I started, because my first official day of, of full time work was February twenty fourth, twenty twenty. So like two three weeks later, uh, I think I would have gotten laid off at uh at the the other job. So really just good timing all around. As yeah. I ended up being. Uh, like the fourth, third or fourth employee overall, and then uh, like the sixth person to go full time or something. Hell yeah! So got it, got the got the foot in the door early, and when yep. I it didn't matter that they couldn't pay me. So yeah, just believed in what they were doing, and I was I was such a big fan. And so yeah, that's I mean, I mean, because I don't make jack shit like for doing my podcast, but it's it's uh, it's hard. <laughs> it's it's fun though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you gotta like doing it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, yeah. like, cause I took, I took a good like four or five months off, um, mm. uh, for when my son was born, and then yeah, now my back. Thank you, thank you. And uh, now this is my second episode back wow. from that. Hell yeah! So we're we're just trying to crank out content, but with I think so, like with you jumping on a john boy media full-time in 2020 i i i feel that 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 was a good like a good time to jump i mean to be full-time with them oh definitely i uh you know they they uh <laughs> nowadays like the the salary numbers are what they are i was 22 years old it didn't really matter yeah but, uh but uh it was it was getting paid consistently to do something i i liked uh during yeah. uh a difficult time to be just just a human and for a while they're working from home worst jobs to be doing while working from home and oh, we yeah. actually because we were so small like i was i was back to going into the office pretty early because we mm. really we had like just gotten our, our office in the bronx i think january of 2020 is when also oh, they purchased it very um, new so yeah we had like just gotten it had just kind of fully started going like jake moved to new york i think march 5th was his first day like working out of the office and i and march 
11th is the day the NBA shut down. So, uh, so we, we didn't have much time in there. So we, as soon as like, there were like four of us that, that we were like, all right, us four, we come into the office. Uh, it started like in June. So I was lucky there that, that we were able to, to come back to the office early. So I, I kind of had as, as much as back to normal as you could be yeah. at that time in, in the world. Uh, I got that at a good time. Yeah. Do, would you say that what you're doing would be considered one of your like dream jobs, like of doing it? Uh, it's or a, what would be you your not, dream job? You know, yeah, exactly. I, uh, <laughs> you know, doing what I, what I want. My two favorite podcasts in the world were talking Yanks and talking baseball. Uh, you know, I liked all sorts of content. It's hard for me to to listen to a lot of other podcast podcasts yeah. these days, and uh, you work on several, um, but now not only am i doing podcasting uh, you know most of my job is involved directly with the podcasts uh, you know some other things involved too but uh but literally it's the two shows i, I would have you know fever dream would be be a part of those and very i'm very lucky to actually be you know i'm on the show yeah and then you know, that's my main focus is are those things it's uh it's pretty cool definitely a dream come true and say what what I guess what all what all goes with being the senior producer. Um, yeah, so there's uh, you know, the uh, the obvious parts of like editing the episode, getting it out there, yeah. um, trying to make sure that the text is as smooth as possible during like Mike's work. Um, yeah, which uh, you know if a, that's that part's not my strength. I'm not not a tech guy, but uh. <laughs> I know I can learn how to use stuff, and uh, yeah. so that that's where that comes in. Making the graphics on YouTube, we have like our border, much like uh, it looks like this show's got. Mm -hmm. Prepare that bad boy. Um, you know, we uh, we're for, we're in a fortunate position where people buy ads on our shows, so it's preparing all our ad reads and making sure you, know, you got a show logo and and the discount code on screen. So it's prepping those graphics and having those. Uh, either play live or, or get into the final edit. However, that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and yeah, making sure the show gets out to everywhere it's supposed to, you know, we post to all the podcast apps, Facebook, YouTube. Um, and I, uh, I, you know, take notes on the episode. So if we ever need to go back and see something, I, we have a decent reference of, of when we might've said X, Y, Z. I'm in a fairly constant communication with our social media team as far as, uh, which uh, lines are good to clip or, or getting them footage to uh, to be able to edit up for for our social media clips and uh, you know a lot of a lot of that kind of stuff. I'm sure I'm missing missing some things. When we do guest stuff, yeah, you're involved in scheduling guests. I don't know some a lot of planning some topics. If uh, if they don't know what they want to do, it, it falls on you to come up with something. Yeah, maybe they'll tweak it from there. No, it's a, no one. I don't think any one place producers quite the same in in this specific field. Like in in TV, it's different, but uh, like podcasts and different shows have different responsibilities for people. So yeah, that's that's some of some of what I've got. Yeah, I would say I'm saying is my least favorite thing is to go back and edit and yeah go through the whole thing. I mean, like I I try well. I only edit the very beginning of it just so it's smooth and then the very end. And that is all the editing yeah. I do. 
Definitely, definitely the most important to make sure it uh, sounds good at the beginning and people. Oh yeah, <laughs> aren't 100%. like hearing mistakes or whatever and uh, all that. Fort- uh, fortunately, we do like more or less try try recording to live. Like yeah, uh, like so we don't. I I pretty rarely have to go in and cut something out, and when I do, it's obvious. Uh, yeah, and yeah, sometimes like interviews and stuff, it gets trickier because you don't want to. Want to make make sure that you, you take out anything that might might be like bad or just don't yeah. want them to have that out there, but uh, you know, yeah, it, I mean, because I I've done uh, I think probably like I think I've I've recorded these live um on my old Twitter account with like three people, yeah, and, uh, like like three or four people. It was uh, let's see who was it uh, Zach Ample. I had him live. Um, Dallas Braden and in Ashland, actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. My girl. Uh, yep. Yeah. I and then but like I felt like it was it was it was actually easier doing it live because it's it's like less like less stressful. Yeah. If that if makes just- sense. There's a little bit like obvious, like you're just so aware that you can't say something wrong. Nothing. I mean, talking about sports, how much wrong stuff can you say? But like, yeah, pretty much. Like you don't have to think about like what's gonna come out, and it's if you you say something a little stupid, like it's already out there. It's it was live. Yeah. Um. So it's a there's there's benefits and negatives to it, but uh, certainly from an edit perspective, uh, I liked that we don't we uh have moved away from live streaming every episode we do mm-hmm. um just really just for flexibility purposes so we're not like locked into being at this time um every week and like an audience is waiting for us or whatever so that's that's why we we've been moving away a little bit from from being live but uh editing wise live is awesome oh yeah it's i mean like I get excited like for guys is a podcast like every week. And then Appreciate and then especially like with like I guess like with all the free agent stuff happening like every day right now. Yeah. It's, I love right it. Right now it's been so hectic. We're like trying to we're like like we gotta we can't get all of these done. We gotta save some for next episode and then like Correa changes teams again. Yeah. Or, all right, Ben and Sandy's next week, I guess. So <laughs> it's uh it's been crazy and and it's gonna be a slowdown period eventually where we're struggling for topics while spring training's approaching but uh for now it's it's been uh been easy to come up with what the episodes are going to be so what like it, if you could pick one or two things uh that would be like your like highlights of you working for them what would it be um like me personally yeah yeah <laughs> um Mm. And I'm pretty proud of almost all my draft performances. We'll call we'll <laughs> say we'll say Philly's infield pick. It's just uh, it became so legendary and, and part of just everything. Um that I'll, I'll I'll take that one as as it's become a good moment. The first couple days after I uh I didn't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was just a clowned on pick, but I'm I'm glad with how I was able to turn that around. Um, another one, and the uh, the other one, I'll go to I'll go to the the floorball tournament we played when I when I got my goal on Jake and 
was a pretty good that was a really good moment. Don't I don't I still feel a little bit like like the edit that the team came up with. We have a, a great editing team for for you know all the warehouse games. Mm-hmm. Would have liked a couple more dramatic shots of uh of my goal. I think it was <laughs> I think it was kind of an epic fake out, but uh but that's all right. It was it was an awesome moment. Like the real hockey players were like, yo, that was pretty sick. Like, yeah, thanks, man. That's, that's props right there. Yeah, and I not a hockey guy so i like i've never ever played like any real hockey had like a bunch of practice games coming up figured out i was like all right i have decent defensive instincts i don't and unfortunately for me in that series uh just that skill doesn't come off on camera very well so bbd's not doing anything he's not helping it's like all right i'm gonna be in the way because i'm if i'm trying to like play offense i don't have like the ability to really help so i'll stand up top and try to redirect if you kick it back to me. But like what the, but the edit didn't catch was like just how many times like Jack Doyle would be the first to tell you, he was like, Oh, thank God. I felt like I had another goalie with me. That was great. <laughs> That's awesome. Like we, we won a lot of our scrimmages. So uh, I'm really proud of, of especially me and Jack in that series. Cause we had no hockey experience and we, uh, we, uh, I know, I know the results didn't necessarily, we ended up technically being the first team eliminated, but we were, I think we were actually like a pretty good team. That was a lot of fun. So hoping to get back into that one. Hell yeah. So what I guess, so like growing up, um, up in Jersey. So how did you, so, so because I'm from like the Pacific Northwest Mm -hmm. and uh, so, and I'm a diehard Cubs fan. So I, I didn't really have like that many teams to really like, pick from so yeah. uh, being from there like how i guess how did you become a fan of either the yankees or the mets so uh i mean yankees it was just pretty easy i mean obviously we're in you're in the area so it's gonna be yeah. yankees mets for the most part unless you're, you know family from other places or something but uh no i mean my both my parents yankee fans they okay. uh not Nine months before I was born, the Yankees won the World Series in 1996. Um, if you if you catch my drift, I was oh, I was born two weeks early, but uh, do the math on that one. Yeah, they they they're not shy about that story. So yeah, uh, so they actually like just met my girlfriend's parents for like the first time last week, uh, and like told them like at lunch. I was like, all right, like I don't care, but kind of a weird story to drop on them, but. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it was always Yankees. Always going to be yeah. Yankees. <laughs> how? I guess who who would be your favorite Yankee of all time? And how can you not say Jeter? But uh, you know, Judge is climbing up there now. Yeah. He's captain again. I, I loved Bernie when I was a kid. Um, I uh, and I liked Arod too. I liked everybody. I uh, but Ber- Bernie kind of resonated with me. My mom loved him because he was like did the music thing. Uh, so I got I had a couple seasons wearing fifty one for for him. Uh, Robinson Cano I loved. I was a I was a proud second baseman, you know, through my through my playing career. Yeah, if you would, uh, if you would call it that. So like, I loved Robbie. Uh, so pretty devastated both when he left and and all the PED things that's happened after. It's left a sour taste in your mouth. Cece's got to be really high on that list. Love Cece Sabathia. Um. So yeah, but I'm always bad at naming like singular favorites yeah. of things. Uh, my girlfriend really so hates it, but and the Yankees give you a lot of choices. So yeah, so they do. I 
those those are the names that all come to mind. Yeah, there there is a I've had so uh I did have a Yankees minor league hitting coach uh, on the podcast. But then um he he had he had me send the audio file um to him to send to the Yankees uh PR department, I guess. Mm. And they denied the uh, interview. Uh, give away too many secrets. I I guess so. <laughs> so interesting. The, yeah. So the Yankees try to cancel me. So I am. <laughs> I have a. Personal I guess, I guess they literally. I guess they literally did. Uh, they canceled that one. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The Yankees. The Yankees are still a little bit like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They've been good enough to to us, but uh. We haven't had anything like that happen, but yeah, they're the Yankees. <laughs> so yeah, there is a see in two thousand and two thousand seven. I went to uh, Cooperstown for a baseball tournament, mm-hmm. and uh, and then at the end of the tournament, we went to a Yankee game at at the old Yankee Stadium, and uh, A Rod hit his five hundredth home run. Oh yes, against Kansas City, yeah, and that was one crazy place. <laughs> that place rocked. Yeah, I, I, I am so thankful to, I guess, like to be able to go to Old Yankee Stadium. Yeah. yeah, especially the old one. It was a that was a special, special place. New ones getting theirs. They're getting more and more of these playoff runs in them. But uh, but yeah, that the old place was special, and I was I was a pretty young kid when it closed down. But I have enough mm. enough memories. That uh, that I, I can I can still like picture it and feel the way it felt. So I'm, if, I'm lucky there. If if there is one or two because you like multiples moments in Yankee history that you could relive, what would they be? <sighs> Man, um, once again the Yankees give so many. They give they give you a lot. I guess to, I'd go. I I would love to to be able to like if we're going doing one before like I was born experience probably '96, uh you know the the first World Series back from uh from as long a drought as as the Yankees have had um that would be like a, a pre being alive period uh I I'd love to re experience kind of just all of the 2017 run. Yeah, as far as like a mo- from when I was alive uh, and attentive, that 2017 team was was really special. I'd, I'd say like really any of the DD homers in in that run, specifically the wild card homer. I wish I could uh, experience that euphoria for the first time again because it you know it would go from from being so down by the by Severino's playoff debut. Yeah, uh, gets lit up in the first inning, just just doesn't have it. And for Didi to, to immediately erase it, the 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 euphoria is just the, the only way I can describe that that moment. It was it felt so good. <laughs> I'd love to love to experience that for the first time again. Were you there for that? Wasn't there? I was watching. Uh, I I was in my uh, my college common room. I didn't have like cable hooked up in my room, and I wasn't one. I wasn't super well versed in finding like illegal streams uh <laughs> not that i am now of course but uh 
but uh, so I wasn't great at, at finding anything like that. And it's like, I'm going to be on Twitter. I'm not going to, I don't want to like be behind Twitter. I'll have it before any yeah. of those websites. And uh, so I, I went to the common room. I had to like be around people who did not care. We're in Philadelphia. There's some Yankee fans there, but uh, it's not like the room was full of them. The, where I was watching, there weren't. There's Yankee fans at my yeah. school, but uh, but yeah, that was that was that was a fun run. I would go up there every night, watching that common room, and uh, yeah, it was that was a, a miracle run. That uh, wish wish it could have ended a little different, but that's a special team. Oh yeah, it 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 uh, it might happen again. Yeah, never know on that one. Seems like. Knock on, knock on wood. They're they're saying they're not done. There's there's more room for upward mobility. So, hey. where where do you think that they could improve? Left field's the obvious uh, spot for an upgrade. Obviously, you can you can upgrade anywhere. Uh, you make make some trades or whatever. Uh, move off some guys you've already got. But uh, left field's the most obvious spot because. Hard to imagine the plan is Aaron Hicks or Oswaldo Cabrera as the everyday left fielder. Um, everywhere else, you can talk yourself into them believing in that guy to be the starter on opening day. Yeah. Left field, I, I don't see that being the opening day solution besides unless there's like an injury. And there's still a couple free agents out there um, that would be improvements over what's what's there as well as some more interesting uh, trade potential guys specifically brian reynolds would be the dream the yeah. pirates i don't got to trade him he's got a lot of time left and they gotta if they're smart they'll wait till it's actually like a very good package we'll see uh he would be the dream but you know conforto's out there and uh i don't know profar's decent yeah he fit he fits a lot of their needs as far as a profile goes so left field is the is the spot they're in an okay spot everywhere else, you, you'd like the lineup to improve. But that's, of course, assuming one of the rookies plays shortstop and, and not IKF. Uh, that's a different different conversation. I guess that's the easiest spot to upgrade is committing to the rookies at yeah. short. But they've got that as far as roster additions left field. So do you, do you think that Okay, so for the early on predictions, who do you have in the a- ALCS and NLCS as of right now? Uh, <clears throat> ooh, Yankees Astros. Astros go to the ALCS till they don't. Um, that's when their season begins. Yankees, I would never pick against them. Uh, and the NL, man, and you look at what the Mets are doing. And the, the winner, the winner of the off season never wins the season. They're the best team, and they have a lot of guys that have played yeah. a lot of big playoff games. It's tough to pick them as as not an NLCS team right now. Um, see what injuries happen, and then you know, take your pick of, of Dodgers, Padres. Who else is in the mix? So let's just let's just say the Cardinals for fun because they're they'd be a twist team, and they're certainly talented. Yeah. The Braves are, are obviously still very, very, very good. I, I should have included them before, but yeah, Yan- Yankees Astros is would legitimately be the prediction yeah. for ALCS and NL. Just the Mets are really good. I don't know. There's a lot of good teams, though. Yeah, no, I, I have, I have my take on the yeah. on the Who Mets. 
So for the ALCS, I have um, honestly probably the same pick as you. It's it, hard, to, hard to pick against him at this point. I want, I mean, but I do want, I do want the rematch in the in the ALDS with the Mariners and the Astros. Yeah, you uh, you know, Pacific Northwest. Yeah, how do you feel about the Mariners? You like oh. in on them? Because that's uh, our Cubs fan. Yes. Yeah. So okay. So my so my grandmother is from Chicago, mm-hmm. and then married my grandpa, who's from up here, and that's how that whole thing started. The, Cub, the Cubs. Yeah. Kept. I mean, I mean, my dominant like, gene there. Yeah. Like my my baby blanket was a Cubs blanket, so I had no that's choice. Fair. And so, so I live like two hours away from Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we go to quite a few games and uh, the Mariners right now, I would, I mean, I don't really, I'm not totally in favor of DePoto just trading for everyone. Yeah. Dude loves to trade. He, yeah, he does quite a <laughs> bit. And earlier on, uh, he said that they were going to spend money but they really haven't spent anything. Yeah, have they have they done like a free agent signing this off? Uh, they got Trevor Gott. Okay, it's a little little bit of like depth. Off the top of my head, I like can't recall. Obviously, trading for Teoscar's big, but yeah, not Oscar like a huge cut into payroll. And, uh, Col- uh, Colton Wong. Yes, Colton Wong. But yeah, neither of them. When you're saying you're going to spend big, I don't think either of those fall into that category. No, yeah. no. And then I mean, because I I was thinking that they, that they would go for a uh, left fielder and someone to play short, which I thought that they would be in on one of the four yeah. big shortstops. Yeah, and th- there really weren't many rumors about them, right? Like I no. feel like I feel like there was no legitimate buzz like before yeah like, yeah no. pre-offseason you're like oh they're a team you could see going after them yeah like, no i but yeah i just know that a lot of people up here i mean because with with the 21 year drought um and everyone's so excited like to see like where they're at and they got that playoff taste it's like they just are not they just want more like yeah and they want to do anything for it so it's so it's almost like I see a lot of fans who are like upset that that Depoto and, and, and like the ownership hasn't spent that money. Yeah, maybe maybe they're swinging a, a big contract trade coming up, so yeah. a little bit of time. But uh, but yeah, I, that makes sense. You know, they got a lot of good juice going. So come on, let's let's keep yeah, this going, keep getting better, and and they have. Yeah, like, but like let's let's invest. You know. Yeah. It's almost like, so like the Astros, I mean, they just, they just won the World Series and they got better. Yeah. And then, and then the Mariners, the Mariners like have to compete with them and they aren't really showing that they want to compete with them. Yeah. On the, on the whole, how much better are they? How, how much have they closed the gap on Houston? Probably not at all. And I guess Houston I, has lost Verlander, which is huge, but they had, yeah. they had plenty of pitching. Uh, you have to assume Framber's gonna just kind of 
be a Cy Young winner now and uh, yeah. and whatever. And if they figure out the rest, their bullpen's good, their lineup's good, their lineup's gotten better. Yeah. So it's hard, hard to certainly hard to feel like you've made progress on yeah on Houston if you're a Mariners fan out there. But uh, but they just there's good juice and they are a good team. So you oh just yeah, gotta hope that sorts out. Yeah. No, I I guess I mean like I mean like to look forward to it. Like I'm just excited to see like what happens in 2023. Yeah, but I mean, They're one of the fun teams. Just oh yeah, for cool sure to get a get one more like thing, Seattle. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful stadium. I absolutely love it up there, and it's I mean like I'm excited for the All Star game like for next year. So it'll yeah, I'm, be... I'm really excited to, to check it out. It'll be my first time, not only at the stadium but like yeah, Pacific Northwest in general. Haven't really it's been gorgeous so, up here. Assuming uh. I, be- I believe all stars like kind of just, we do that every year now. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm excited for that one. So, yeah, I mean like when you guys like up here for sure, going to have to link up and I can show you guys around. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It'll be good for sure. Yeah. So I have, I have one final question for you. Okay. What is the biggest thing that you have learned in life? <sighs> heavy yeah it's one to think about man the biggest piece of advice that you've ever get that you've ever received <sighs> that's that's scary um it's tough <laughs> i guess just in general like just just honesty, how important that is, yeah. uh, both with others and, and just with yourself. Be honest about what you like want and uh, and like how how you can get there and how uh, or what you can do to to improve your situation. Um, not that, not that specific advice I, I've been given, I don't think, but at the same time, I'm sure someone said something like that to me. So yeah. Um, that that's what comes to mind when, when I first think of it without lingering too long. For sure. Yeah. Do you I have like it. a Do you have like a go to answer on that? Oh, never actually thought about my own questions. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think just being open minded and don't don't like be against change yeah i guess kind of just take take stuff by i guess like as it comes and yeah can't be afraid of it you know yeah no i mean i mean because if you're afraid of change and you're gonna try and force that it's not gonna happen it's just gonna be a lot worse for the situation yeah identify when something would be a bad change but uh oh yeah but, but of course, but, uh, but yeah, to be, I would agree with that. You should always be, you should keep an open mind to things, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't like be, that. don't be scared to do stuff. Yeah. Stubbornness. No one likes that. Gotta shoot your shot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so a little bit of, that's kind of one that I've, I've, I've always been bad at. Just not being a the part of honest, just not honest people what I want. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
it's one uh one I try try to improve with. Well, that's good that you're improving on it. <laughs> Think about it a lot. We'll see. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Well, BBD, thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Thanks for having me, Greg. Thanks for listening. Greg listens to everything. Ooh. Um, Hell yeah, Greg. So uh, so he'll be listening to this show. And uh, yeah, appreciate you having me. Hey, well, have a great night. You too.